0: Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at Babbel.com slash BlueWire. That's 60% off at Babbel.com slash BlueWire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash BlueWire. Rules and restrictions apply.
1: This is Greg Olson, and I'm thrilled to introduce my new podcast, TE1. TE1 will chronicle a 60-year evolution of the tight end position, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, BronxPinstripes.com proudly brings to you the most exciting Yankees podcast in the world, George's Box. have
2: ever
1: seen. George's Box. Welcome back to George's box. I'm JJ. I'm Nick. And now it's a sad morning night. I mean, it's night for us, but you're hearing this in the morning. That game stunk. That just, it never got going. We never, we never broke out of the gate, whatever it is with horse racing
3: first of all, I'm so sick of hearing about the 98-mile-an-hour horses and and horse racing and all that. We never got a chance to see what could have been. We didn't get a chance to see what Davey could do under the bright lights. We were excited to see Garcia get a playoff start, see how many times he could get through the order, see how many innings he could go, and it was all a tease, and bringing in half. For me, that was the game. Game was over as soon as he comes on the mound.
1: I mean, we talked about maybe Montgomery, Coming in after like one time through the order, didn't see hap coming. Didn't see Maybe hap after coming like at three all. Three or
3: four innings, man. Not after one inning. Like you burn him, and now there is so much pressure. Now you got to get through eight innings. The the whole plan was like so terrible.
1: Like we're not deep on arms to be wasting arms. Like in general, can't waste arms. No, and no arm that can go five innings should go one inning. It was the dumbest decision I've seen them
3: make in a decade since 2010 when they started Phil Hughes over Andy Pettit in Game 2 of the ALCS. It was the worst decision I've literally seen them make in a decade. I can't believe that Cashman signed off on that and was like, you know what, this is, our, this is our plan.
1: They'll get ready for Garcia all day. They'll never be able to hit 83 down the dick from Hap. <laughs> it um, like When they showed Hap warming up in the first inning – And I don't maybe it was Ron Darling said, oh, yeah, who knows? You know, if they end up with someone gets on and Troy comes up, maybe they make the move. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, why would they take him out so soon? He's a young guy. All this promise. We did the whole Pedro thing for the entire pregame. Like, it was just all the the whole Pedro show. And and then we go to Hap. Why? Why couldn't we just? be the better baseball team. Like, let's just go and beat them. Let's just play a baseball game and beat them instead of, like, let's play some trickery. And the trickery was, here's a bad baseball player, and we're going to have him pitch. I'm laughing
3: because I can't believe it. It it was the dumbest. It's embarrassing to lose that way. Like they, we really thought that we were going to get one over on them, that they wouldn't be prepared for this. The Rays are a notorious fastball hitting team. Hap only throws fastballs that are 91 miles an hour right over the plate. Like they are tailor made to hit this guy. It it makes no sense. And it would have been like if Debbie had just gotten lit up or something and they would have kind of beaten us. Whatever, but, but to lose in this fashion, is it's really embarrassing. It really is.
1: I think if you left David Garcia in there for three and two-thirds of an inning, he doesn't give up five runs. We would be in better shape.
3: Dude, that was the difference. So I think Hap's final line, I want
1: to say, was two, two and innings. Four or five? Two, four earned runs. Four <laughs> runs, yeah. Five hits, three walks, two home runs. For a 13-5 ERA. Uh, 13, like, if he could have just
3: had a 6 ERA, a 7 ERA, been normally bad, normal bad instead of catastrophically bad, they would have had a shot. And dude, the two-out, two-strike homers. He did this in the regular season. He had one against the Orioles, one against the Mets, and that's just off the top of my head. He gets one strike away, and he just throws batting practice. It's so devastating.
1: Can't trust the guy with run support. Uh, Yeah, no, it's just... What the fuck were they thinking? I can't believe it, man. I really can't. I can't
3: believe the Cashman signed off on this. As smart as he is, as smart as they're supposed to be. And don't, don't, don't get it twisted. This was an organizational decision. Boone is not making it. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. So don't blame Boone. Yeah, I'm, well, I don't know. You got to blame Boone. At some point, you're the manager. You're going to be like, Nah. you know what? That's stupid. I'm the baseball guy. That's why I wear the pajamas in the dugout every day. <laughs> Like, I think there was a certain point where you had to go, like, no, I got to wear this silly-ass uniform. This is dumb. I don't think Hap is a major
3: league caliber player, much less a guy that, that should be allowed to be pitching in a playoff game for the New York Yankees. Like, that's how off I think this is. I don't think he should be on the active
1: roster. He – well, uh, because of our pitching, like, at some point, you may need him. That point – was not the second inning of game two in a 1-1 game.
3: And in 2019, they used him in relief a couple of times in Houston in extra innings. And I get yeah. it. You're out of arms. You want to use him. Exactly. And, and, like if that happens in Game Four, Game Five, we go in extras, fine. But but to plan to use him in in Game Two, it's just getting too cute. And I don't know if they were going to do this same plan if they had lost Game One. But this, you had a chance to step on their throat, and you got cute, and you didn't use any of the premium relievers, which is the only good thing that came out of tonight. Is that we have our three our three horses ready ready for three in a row, but it was just the most arrogant, stupidest plan I've ever seen. One of the worst decisions I've ever seen this organization make, hands down. You
1: know when Hap should come in to pitch? After someone pitches as bad as Hap did. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe last night when they were up 9-3 in the ninth. Like, maybe there, he would have let up Well, that's when I wanted to see Adovino get some action. Instead... You throw him in there; he'll give up a run for you real quick. He did. Lewis You can't. You can't trust any of them other than
3: the three. The three main guys. Nick Nelson was good, and Holder was good, but it, it's hard for me to judge the guys that are pitching when we're down three because it's not the same. It's not the same kind of pressure. It's not the same kind yeah. of
1: stakes. Um, I mean, so yeah, obviously our black magic is the story of tonight. That I mean, that was bad. Stanton. Is just out of his mind right now. It's, you know, we've said it all along. If he can get back and be healthy, like he's been an MVP. The man has hit 59 home runs before. And he's locked in right now. That second home run is as far as I've seen a ball. I saw, they said it was like 458. No shot. No shot. That's the furthest home run ever hit ever in the world. It seems like
3: Statcast is always wrong with Stan. He's had a, he's had a bunch of big bombs. This is the guy that we traded for. He looks like 2017, 2017 Stan. It took two and a half years to see this, but we're finally getting what we traded for. And it's been awesome. It just I wish somebody else would
1: have gotten some hits. I mean, Judge another 0 for five. I was hoping ah. this was that you know that three for five, and even you know late in the game and say, all right, well let's come up big here, show us something. Yeah, you're getting to the point where he's just not having
3: a good postseason. He does have the two homers, but those are his only his only two hits. I mean, jumping on Cleveland was huge, that that two-run homer that he had. Nice homer uh, on Monday night in this series, but he, he's been terrible. And you, I kind of knew that last at-bat that he wasn't going to come through. I don't know if you were optimistic there, but I did not see him getting a hit or tying the game or anything.
1: I, I No, it looks like he's pulling off everything. So I was just – I don't have – he doesn't have the – confident body language right now i want to switch him and void move him back to the fourth slot like void it, it was dj and void all season that's what got us here take the pressure off void of and clean up and let him mash in that two hole yeah, no, I'd agree with that. I love that
3: lineup change. Um, we're excited. We're we're waiting for the game tomorrow, but the wait for football is over and football's back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on all their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division and championship futures all day, every day. Head to bet online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code bluewire at betonline.ag. That's bluewire, all one word, bet online, your online sportsbook experts. You've counted on restaurants, now they're counting on you. And while their dining rooms may be closed, They're still open for delivery with DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you the food you're craving right to your door. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. Choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery, too. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local spot, and your food is on its way. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code BLUEWIRE. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code BLUEWIRE. Don't forget that's code BLUEWIRE for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Switching Void and Judge is a good idea. I like it. But if CB Buckner is calling balls 10 inches up or 8 inches off the plate, It's not
1: going to matter. This guy was atrocious. Garcia's first pitch was almost down the middle, 92 miles an hour ball. I was like, we are in trouble. We are in trouble right away. And then there was, uh, in the the top of the first inning, the first pitch to judge was maybe barely nicked the corner. And you know that he's just going to, if it's that early in the game, that it's just going to. Grow that strike zone, so you know judges fucked right away. They're just I mean, overall, awful umpiring. Like it's not even a hey, oh they made this one bad call and that like fucked us. Just did a, a bad job all the way around absolutely atrocious. This guy should not be allowed to ump.
3: Forget a playoff game. This guy should not be allowed to do the plate in any major league game. If you're missing by six, seven, eight inches up, out in all different directions, low and in, up and away, the the guy, every call is just a coin flip with this guy. And he wasn't giving our pitchers the same calls. It's just such a fucking waste of time to to watch this guy umpiring. And he needs to make it the CB Buckner show. You know, as soon as a guy starts walking up the first base thinking they have a walk, you know, then he does the demo. Monster of strike call and tells him to come back. Like he makes everything about him and it's just exhausting, man. People aren't watching you. They're not.
1: Yeah. I mean, at the end of the game, you see the whole dugout screaming at him too. Uh, and there's a little bit of me that worries, like, don't get on these guys bad side. We've still got a couple games left to go here and you know, they can be assholes. Um, yeah, but it, it just, it, it's embarrassing. It, you know, I i feel like last season we talked about so much, especially because of, like, the savages in the box. Like, how bad umpires were was one of the storylines of 2019. 2020, I feel like it hasn't been. You obviously have the, the issue. Like, Judge has the issue of getting those low calls against him because he's so tall. Uh, but overall, I mean, I think one of the stories of the game, aside from how fucking stupid we are with that decision making is like this was an embarrassing game for the Umpires Association.
3: They were terrible, and not just judge. The, the 3-1 pitch to Glaber in the ninth, that was oh, yeah. the worst call I've ever seen at any level of any baseball, Little League, high school. That, that was nowhere close, and it was up and away. Usually the ones that are up, you'll always get as a hitter. That's kind of a rule of thumb. You, it, usually if you get fucked as a hitter, it's on the low strike. There, A ball that's well above the letters, I, I just – how was that called a strike? It was such a bailout call. Luckily, Glaber walked anyway, but there were at least – 10 of those. That's the problem,
1: JJ. It wasn't one or two. It was like 10 or 15. Oh, yeah. It was the whole game. It's, you knew every inning. You were going to be like, what the fuck was that? Now, sometimes it was you know, a 1-1 count with no one on base and two strikes went to 2-1 or went to 1-2 and it should have been the other way. But sometimes it's 3-1 a foot over the strike zone <laughs> strike two with the game on the line. Yeah,
3: very magnified, and you see with Glass now. Glass now's filthy. He throws a hundred miles an hour. If Buckner's given him four and a half inches low and away, th- there's nothing we can do, man. We're fucked. He's hard enough to his hit as it is. You give him that advantage, it's almost impossible. And they still scored four runs off off of him. Like I was really proud of the way they battled. With the adversity with not only the self-created adversity from Boone, but the adversity from Buckner. They didn't they didn't give up. They were in it till the end. And I, I did think overall the at bats were still okay.
1: We fought and we were we would turn innings that looked like they were gonna be nothing into, you know. Maybe Hicks works uh, a walk in the first inning. And, you know, so we start to see more pitches. Like they were still being patient, even though Glasnow is a guy where it's like you kind of do have to attack him because he's going to attack the strike zone and he's known for doing that. But, you know, as you look down the box score, you got Judge 0 for 5. You've got Voight 0 for 3. You know, he got a walk. Um, you've got Gary 0 for 4. Terrible. DJ only had the one hit. Yeah, DJ only had the one hit. Glaber's 0 for 3 with a walk. Uh, Sorry, Geo's 0 for 3 with a walk. Glaber's 0 for 2 with two walks. So, like, guys are still kind of, like, they're getting on base, but we're through glass now. There's no, like, there's no excuse for some of these guys to have repeat 0 for games. Let's get some you're, of the way back, and we win.
3: You're right, and we we've kind of spent the first half of this complaining, and, and obviously it sucks losing. But if you want to look at an optimistic view of this, I think we are in a really good spot overall. We're done with Snell. We're done with Glass now. Kevin Cash has had to use all of his premium relievers tonight. They all threw at least 25 pitches. We got to the closer a little bit. He, Fairbanks looked pretty shaken up, and now all of his you know his horses, his top relievers. They're not going to be able to go the next three days in a row. All of our premium relievers sat tonight and they can. So you're telling me, you know, we have our relievers rested and they don't for a three game series. I really like where we are with Tanaka tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I mean I'd rather be up 2 0 with Tanaka having just started than, you know, playing whatever this magic game is. But if you're gonna go up against Glass now, which you know is gonna be a tough start. And you're going to do one of these stupid tricks anyway. You might as well try it on that. You know, try your onside kick early. If it doesn't work now, it's, you know, let's go back to ground and pound with Tanaka, with hopefully playoff Tanaka. And, you know, we're facing Charlie Morton, who may go out there and throw, you know, 57 curveballs in a row at us. And we've seen that before. So Yeah, he's,
3: he's not going to be easy. By any stretch, but he's not going to be painting at one hundred and one either. Like no. the stuff is not as good.
1: Yeah, he'll mix it up. He'll get. He gets creative. He's a veteran. He may be, um like this may be the end for him. I know that he's been talking about retiring. He hasn't pitched in twelve days, so he may be really sharp. He may be really out there. But we need, you know, we need to win tomorrow because we're going into then. I guess Montgomery for game four
3: Montgomery and Davey. I, I would think since he will have a day, you know, he could throw two innings after Montgomery, I think would be their plan.
1: Yeah. So I don't want that better. Our, be. <laughs> I, if our season comes down to, again, using like an opener, we you know, in an elimination game, which is essentially what we'd be doing there. That fucking stinks.
3: It does. It does. Luckily, you know, we should have Cole even with the three days rest for a for game five. You just, you know, we, you win one of these next yeah. two. You get Cole again. That's yes. our path.
1: And, but our best chance to win it is winning tomorrow. I don't want it to come down to Thursday night. I'd rather it come down to Friday night. I don't want to have to win Thursday. No, no me, Dude, me, me too. Uh,
3: I totally agree with you, but you know this was the Rays, the best pitching matchup that they were going to have, their biggest advantage. This was the day that they're going to have the best odds from Vegas. They were favored tonight. We were favored in game one, and look, we both kind of held serve. We won the game we were supposed to win. They kind of won the game that they were supposed to win, and, and we'll be favored tonight for game three, and I, I think Massa's going to go out, and he's going to be solid. I think they're going to score five, six, seven runs again. As long as Massa doesn't completely blow up you have the three relievers available. I, I'm pretty
1: confident, man. I really am. And we're in the Pinstripes.
3: Yes. And can we talk about the music that they do? They do the Purge music. Yeah. when, when it,
1: like That is just fucking weird. Is like, that what why? that is? It's the sound yeah. from The Purge? I thought it was – for some reason, I thought it was War of the Worlds. Dude, yeah. It's The Purge. Like You picked a horror movie as your
3: – it's just like a creepy thing to hear over and over again. I was so sick of that.
1: I could see it being – a cool sound to use if you had like, you know, the entire crowd also making like a noise, like kinda you know, get it on top of you, but there's no fans now and there's no fans for them ever. So right. you know, this would have been if this was played at the Tribe, it'd be eighty eighty percent Yankee fans anyway. So Right. Not like it would have even been an advantage, but
3: I, I was happy. I look for you know in losses I look for little things they kind of go our way. I was happy that all of their relievers threw 25 pitches and up, and I was happy that we didn't use any of our top guys. I mean, imagine if we would have lost and used green.
1: And oh, yeah. Chapman. like Think a, about like how a, fucked we'd be. Yeah, like a, uh, yeah, if it was like a blown save situation. Yes. And like we still, you know, like you said, we battled. We still found five runs. Yeah. We, found, we got four off glass now. It only gets easier from here. We just have to go out, control the at-bats, and scrape together some runs early tomorrow because if we can get some early runs, first second inning runs, Tanaka can hit cruise control, get to the sixth inning, and you know get up two one, and then I'm excited for Montgomery on Thursday. Exactly, and the strike zone can't be any worse tonight. There,
3: there's no way it could be. It any worse like this was the worst this was rock bottom for
1: it was it was the worst strike zone it was the biggest disadvantage from a uh you know a starting standpoint some of our guys had the worst possible game you can have you know a big offer so now you know it's only gonna get better from here that's what we'll tell ourselves so we can sleep tonight yeah no it is they're gonna
3: win they're gonna win tonight wednesday night i'm gonna sleep like a baby very confident going into game three. I did not think that game two was a a game that we had to win like I like I thought of game one and I'm being dead serious there.
1: Yeah, no, that makes sense. So um yeah and We're not we're not jumping off bridges tonight. No, we're not. No, 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 not at all. We're we're angry with the decision making. Garcia said like, hey they just told me it was gonna be a short start, but he said he could probably be ready to pitch tomorrow or Thursday. So I would imagine Thursday we may see him doing something. But um we'll just be back tomorrow. All we can do is just keep watching, keep seeing what's going on. It's powerless
3: feeling. That that is all we can do. That's
1: all we do is just try to get through the day. Just go for walks. I just I find I go for I go for a walk just after five o'clock for like an hour now. I just I take my daughter and I just put her in a stroller and I do a lap in the neighborhood. Come back, eat dinner, pace a little bit, FaceTime someone awkwardly, like just about anything else. And then eventually, some you know, my wife's like, "So you're nervous about the game, huh?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm gonna have a Sunday.
3: A lot of food. One more positive: we only have to pace around till seven now, and not eight, so that's good.
1: Yeah, that's really good because I we're getting into the home stretch. I tweeted today: I haven't drank coffee since Sunday, and I'm not. I haven't been a big coffee drinker until like recently. Uh, I've never had more than one cup, but I used to only have like four cups a year. Now I'll have like a couple a week. I haven't had coffee so that for the tail end of this week when I really needed to be on it, I could drink a bunch of cold brew and it'd be like doing cocaine.
3: Tolerance is down. I, I yeah. hear you.
1: Yeah. So listen, hey, follow Nick on Twitter. At NKirbyNYY. Follow me at JJ from the Bronx Fellows Show at George's Box Pod. Listen, we lo- We won yesterday, we lost today, we'll win tonight, depending on when you're listening to this, I'm throwing timelines all over the place, but I we're going to rebound, we've got Tanaka on the mound, then we advance, kick the shit out of the Astros, go on, win the World Series, we'll see you at the parade.